This is Check the Vending Machines, a pop culture podcast, and we are here to talk about something I never thought I would talk about. Um, oh, because uh, I tried, man. I've tried for years to uh, to dabble to get into this. Yeah, I think I've tried. I mostly tried uh, the anime more than I tried the manga. Like I never tried to read it before. Um, because I've gotten to this point in my life where I just want to read stuff on my phone because that's easier for me. I was thinking about that while I was like, why did I finally get up to finish Hunter Hunter? It's like the same reason why I finally finished One Piece because it's like, it's just easier to like read on my phone. And for me, like, especially like at work and stuff like that, it's easier if I just have an app that I can just like open or close really, really quick than like going through this whole rigmarole of like going to a website, finding like a decent scan and all this other stuff. So um but yeah man hunter hunter man we are here for the catch-up yeah to talk about to review the entire series yes that has been released so far it is not hard to do that (laughs) for for a series that is this old 400 chapters it's fine well i mean that seriously though for a series that's this old it is not hard to review the entire thing because it's so little comparatively to other things that have been around that long well, that's the crazy part is, yeah, I think at one point I saw like a, a graphic. I don't remember. I think it was on Facebook or something like that. And like one of my anime groups showing like the release schedule of Hunter Hunter. And it's like all really, really solid until like, I think it was like six or seven years ago or something like that. And all of a sudden it trickled down to like mm-hmm. chapter every like month or two. Yeah. Chapter every like half a year. All of a sudden, it's a year and a half, and there was no new chapters. Yeah, exactly. And this is one of those series, too, man, that um, I remember when I was super into, like, anime, YouTube, like, mm-hmm. or, like, even, like, manga chapter reviews. Like, I was super like, super into that, like, reading, like, fairy tale and stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, this is so this must be, like, ten years ago or something. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I would always see people do reviews of this, these chapters, and, like, I just never... I'd always look at the art and thought, eh, these characters look stupid. These, these, the main character looks stupid. Um, I know, I, I always knew that it was the guy who did, um, um, Yu Yu Hakusho. Yu Yu Hakusho, but I have no, no connection to Yu Yu Hakusho. I mean, I have more of a connection to Yu Yu Hakusho just from the anime. Um, but it also, speaking of him doing Yu Yu Hakusho, it's just weird because this really doesn't look anything like. No, it doesn't. Yu Hakusho. Because if you look at other people who have made, like, follow-ups to their big series, like, Kishimoto, if you do look at, like, what was it called? Like, Samurai 7 or something like that. Whatever his, like, mm-hmm. failed next series was. But it looked like Naruto. And you yeah. look at, like, Burn the Witch from uh, Titakubo, and, like, that shit looks like Bleach. Yeah. Obviously, it kind of has to look like Bleach, because it's apparently the same world. But it's still, it's, like, it's it's weird to have, see an author that has, like, such a different... art style from series to series i feel like i don't really i can't really think of another artist that has like such a different art style compared to their previous work yeah it really doesn't look anything like it i mean also just like uh besides beyond stylistically but also like just the tone of it yeah very different in the the approach to you know and i've read some more yu hakusho now but Mm-hmm. Back then, even growing up as a kid, like I had no, I would the most I would see of Hakusho was on the fucking Funimation VHS tapes of oh, Dragon yeah. Ball that I had, where it would be like a dark tournament. I'm like, this looks stupid. Just watch Dragon Ball. Like this looks lame. Nah, Just dude, watch that Dragon dark Ball. tournament is fucking shit, dude. Oh my god, I love the dark tournament. I hear that, but never got there, and chances are never will. <laughs> chances are never will. But but with Hunter Hunter, you know, with hiatus hiatus or whatever people call it, yeah. Uh, obviously we know if you're in, if you're plugged in, uh, mm-hmm. it came back this past, you no know, month and a half ago or whatever. Yeah. I think he started in October releasing yeah. stuff again. So it came um, back a couple chapters. And now it's been consistent for mm-hmm. the past like two months. Pretty consistent. Being consistent. Um, and we're going to talk about the series as a whole and mm-hmm. we will dive in wherever we want to dive into. Yeah. Um, because, uh, like I said before, I have no, I had no connection to this. I know that when the anime, the the reboot anime came out, was it 2011? Yeah, yeah it's 2011. Yeah. I know a lot of our friends really liked it and they talked about it. And I've seen a couple, I saw a couple scenes when that was airing. 
Mm-hmm. Like I saw the um, Hosoka fight. The, the, yeah. the at the um, at Heaven's Arena. Whatever. Yeah, at the arena place. Yeah. So I saw that fight and I was like, oh, this looks this is really good. And I just you know beyond that, never really, yeah, never really caught on with me. Um, I tried to watch the anime a couple times after that, like years later, mm-hmm. and I always got kind of, <clears throat> I don't know, twenty episodes in maybe. Yeah, that's always about where I got, which is like the end of the Hunter Exam arc, uh, which is weird that like the first arc of the story. Normally, for most stories, like your first arc is kind of like a feeler arc. You're kind of just like, oh, let me do like five or six chapters or whatever to like get your feet wet. He's like, no, we're doing like fucking fifty chapters. Let's go. Yeah, I think the one thing too that really that really weirded me out about that first little bit of the of the series mm-hmm. is that um. It kind of makes no sense in my perspective, which is they give the hunter path, hunter license mm-hmm. to all these people, but you still have to pass the next test, which is you have to be able to to create your own or you know utilize Nen. Yeah, I never got that. Which makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, you get to the end of the hunter exam arc, and they have one of the examinees, I think, said something like that of like the true test of being yeah. a hunter, blah blah blah, and then he sets up Nen, and I'm like. Okay, but the only reason Gon and Killua found out about Nen was because they went to Heaven's Arena to make money. And then they were like, oh, you can't get past a certain point unless you know Nen. But then it doesn't explain how, like, anybody else found out about it. Like, you know, you show up to York New, and then it's like, oh, yeah, Kurpika learned Nen from blah, blah, blah. And Leorio was learning Nen from wherever. And it's like, okay, but, like... How the fuck did they find out about it? Because this is not like a widely publicized no thing. Yeah. In fact, the, in fact, that's like the big part in the last the, current the fucking arc. current arc that uh, he's going through right now is like all these fucking mind games about like the dissemination of like men knowledge and like how that could like cause like a ba- uh, imbalance of power and all this shit. So it's yeah. like if it's such a like well guarded secret, then like how do you expect like hunter candidates to be able to like find out about it well i think my, my yes. big problem with that with the structure of this that part of the story is that it's not even candidates like they're they've passed the exam yeah like so you, you can have they said that right in that chapters uh we can get into character in a little bit but just this is the part that really stuck out to me about this part was they mentioned you can still sell your path you can sell your license you can do all this yeah. stuff you can still take on missions or whatever and there's clearly a billion hunters that don't have this like we see them in the current arc, like the hunters that don't yeah. have any men who who get the past and they just go live their lives, you know, yeah. they go do jobs and they're and maybe they're really good at physical, they're just whatever. We see that yeah. that happens, or even with the arc where uh, with the spiders and stuff, with oh, uh, yeah, yeah. with with the phantom troop and Kurapika is doing his whatever. <clears throat> yeah. So like, it's clear that that exists, but like it's weird to have a structure to where. Okay, well, the 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 guy at um the tower was mm-hmm. instructed to teach these two about Nen. Like they knew yeah. that he was they were gonna be there, or they told him that they were gonna be there. And it's mm-hmm. weird to have it be this optional thing for your for your world to to for these hunters to exist. It's almost like it could have been yeah. the hunter exam should have just kept going. And you have as part of the exam, you have to be able to manifest this ability, or you fail. Yeah, I feel like that – yeah, I agree with that. It doesn't – It yeah, it specifically doesn't make sense that to be like a real hunter, if you need this ability, why would you not have this like – yeah, like already set up class or test yeah. or whatever to like awaken then powers in other people. And if I was like, going to translate really that to – yeah, if I was going to translate it to the, the, the greatest living shonen manga of all time in terms of – structure of whatever like naruto sets it up perfectly you can't graduate the academy unless you're able to possess some of these abilities in some sense because yeah. it's not like you have to pass not like, not like there's one way to pass the tuning exam you know like you just have no, to but be, you have to have some sort of ninjutsu or some sort of skill or whatever yeah you just have to have skill that demonstrates that you can take on these challenges or fight one-on-one or whatever but like yeah. With the hunter exam, it's like you literally pass. You pass the exam, and then none of it involves Nen. But if you already have Nen going into it, you are at such a massive advantage. So it's like you're just yeah. really giving the giving it to any Nen. Because here's how I think about it, right? And I, we'll get mm-hmm. we'll we'll go beyond this, I promise. But like, 
Yeah. Like in Star Wars. There mm-hmm. are more than just, like, there are the Jedi that use the Force. Yeah. But there are other people that use the Force as well that are not Jedis. Yeah, there are Force-sensitive force people. Force-sensitive yeah. people, other tribes, just people that use the Force in different ways. Right? Yeah. So if you look at Nen, hunters learn Nen, right? They mm-hmm. have to, to be the top tier. But mm-hmm. there are other people in the world that use Nen. So if they come to the exam kind of like like Hisoka does, who comes yeah. to the exam with Nen abilities already, that yeah. it, you're just giving them the hunter license because they're going to get it. Yeah, I don't really – I don't know. And this is also like, I guess it might go boil down to like the character of like the, of Netero as like the chairman. Cause it seems like he did a lot of like screwy shit. Well, like, I mean, that's the whole thing that they go to in like the chairman, uh, the next chairman arc or whatever, where they talk about like wanting to reform the hunter exam in and of itself. Yeah. Um, because a lot of people don't like the way that it's run. That wasn't necessarily about Nen power specifically, but like clearly there are already like structurally existing problems in like the Hunter Association. Um, and it seemed like Netero didn't do a whole lot. Uh, I don't know. After the Chimera arc, like I think he's like a cool fighter, but I think he's a terrible fucking character. <laughs> well, you know, like not like not not like terribly written, but like as a character, I think he's like. <laughs> He seems kind of fucking lazy. Yeah. Like outside of like fighting other people, like he didn't really seem like he like liked his job or like did anything like that. Like he was kind of like nonchalant with everything like hunter related outside of like fighting. Yeah. Which I mean, I guess I get it because like his whole thing is like he just was trying to be like the ultimate martial artist. Right. And then they thrust him into like this chairman position. But you know, if you got the reins, you should at least like try to take care of it a little bit. Well, it's like it would almost be like and this is not this is a perfect analogy, but it was like if everyone, every hunter to actually be of value to the series had yeah. to have a Super Saiyan, yeah, just to be able to survive. That's what that's what he did. Was like, oh, well, that's where Dragon Ball is at now. Basically, it was Super because now it's like I think we talked about it last time, but like the new movie, like Piccolo got his own Super Saiyan, basically. Yeah, like. That's just it's power scaling is ridiculous, but and it uh, almost feels like to me like um I can't I can't remember the guy's name who make, who does Hunter Hunter but like oh if, yeah if he like if he it was almost like he had this initial concept for what the show was gonna be and then added in the um, abilities because uh-huh. he because he just finished rereading JoJo's Bizarre Adventure I was like okay cool here's well that's the yeah <laughs> that's the craziest thing is that Nen powers are like. They're basically stand powers, but with more rules. Yeah. Like, more rules than stand powers. Yeah, exactly. Like, Hisoka's ability is such a stand ability. Yeah. Karapika's well, like, um, ability is such a fucking stand ability. Yeah, his is. Um, Leorio's kind of is, too. Um, Gon's is just, like, Ungabunga, but... Um, it's like, star, it's like star, uh, star Platinum. Yeah, Star Platinum, basically. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess Killa was probably the only one that's, like... A little bit not as standish. Well, it could be I the fucking the, stuff, the, the least, fire but... bird guy who just has the fire powers. Yeah, that's true. So. Um, I didn't really think about that till right now, but yeah, it is. They are exactly like stand powers. Just stand powers, it's, you know. It's about the stand, yeah. which is not a bad thing. No, I mean, well, I mean, I think in that goes to stand type powers as an ability. I really enjoy a lot because uh, there's so much creativity that you could do with that stuff, and like. Yeah. With stand powers and with the different Nen abilities, like you see in this series, like the amount of like infinite creativity that you can have with like all these different abilities that people have is like it's super engaging. So I like that a lot. Like where we're at right now with um with the series, I don't particularly like a lot, but seeing all the different like Nen power yeah. like w- different abilities that he creates and stuff like that, and different ways that people like use their specific type of Nen to, you know, create some sort of special ability that tailors to like their either yeah. fighting style or, you know, whatever their strength is as a hunter or a fighter or bodyguard or whatever. Um, I think is really, really interesting to see, but yeah, it just doesn't make any sense that there's not like a regimented thing for like learning Nen. And cause I mean, the guy that they, that, 
Killua and Gone learned it from is like not a hunter association guy. He's just like perfect example. A fucking like random martial arts teacher yeah. that just like happened to see them. And then he's training like some fucking kid to like n- learn Nen. Like the kid is not a hunter. He's just like a martial arts and student. It, and it's clear that, you know, he learns Nen from Biscuit. Yeah. But she's a hunter. Yeah. So she's teaching non hunters Nen. Yeah. Or at least that we don't know he's a hunter. Maybe I'll be honest. That's know. true. They never really said if he's a hunter or not. Um, I feel like he would have said something if he was, but I felt like he, I felt like he would have. I don't know. But I f- also feel like Biscuit wouldn't have trained somebody that's a non-hunter. Hunter, yeah. I don't, so I don't the, know. there's a lot of like parts of the story that like I, I focused on a lot that I had to just like let go because it was very clear that by the time he was introducing Nen, which is obviously early on comparatively, yeah. but later later than I thought it would be. Um, yeah. he's trying to change what he's already made. Yeah, it feels like once Nen powers are introduced, it becomes a completely different series. Um, which I guess makes sense. Like, I, I get, uh, eventually he got to this point. He probably had a meeting with an editor. Like, look, you guys have got to have powers and they've got to have abilities. I don't care how you do it, but they got to do it. And he's like, all right, let me make the most fucking elaborate magic system that's ever existed in a manga. He was like, hey, um, he threw him, he threw him an issue of, of, of Stardust Crusaders. He was like, hey, <laughs> read that again and do that. Do that, but with rules. Because by the time we get to the Krolo... Krolo, right? Krolo Hisoka, yeah. That fight, Krolo's abilities is like... I was reading Dude, it... Well, but hold on. So I was reading it, and my first thought was, this dude's powers... Are a are a JoJo Part Five ability like yeah. you know in JoJo Part Three it's like I can punch I can fireball and then Part Five is like I have a fucking sword guy I like, have I have a mouse that can make that can separate my, my body by a string and the string yeah. is connected to my soul like that's that's Krolo's powers like it's like so convoluted yeah. no well it's like I uh, Krolo's hard because like I. Uh, I think his power set is interesting, but it also is, like, incredibly OP. Yeah. And I get that he, like, trained to kind of make it that way. Like, even in his fight against Ahsoka, he's shown that he's, like, art. he's developed his ability even further. With, like, being able to bookmark and, like, use, like, two separate powers at the same time and, like, yeah. that mind game stuff. But it also got to the point, we were texting about this a little bit, but, like, when I got to that point, I was, like... I feel like my brain is being fucked. Yeah. Like there's like also so the much thing, shit and like we, mind games going on, like even just outside of like the pure like combat action. We don't ever see him get his powers back. No, they kind of just hint at it. We had the Greed Island arc, and they like said that there's an exorcist on there, and then they basically like have the Hisoka yeah Krolo fight, and he was like, oh yeah, he's got his powers back. But it's also I don't get that part either or maybe Kura, Kura Pika just doesn't care about it but he specifically said in York New that he'd ever know if Krolo got his power yeah, back yeah I'll know because yeah. of the way that his power works yeah he would know if somebody like exercised it right but he hasn't said anything jack shit about it yeah and like he maybe would, he doesn't care because he's more concerned about getting the eyes back but and I would think too and this is not stated but I would, I would assume if your goal was if you had all this ability to to just for the phantom troop you would have yeah. like a a um okay here part of my thing is that i can tell when you're near me yeah like i you have i have like some sort of radar because I, you're my enemy so i want to yeah. know if you're near me or not and that's what i would assume yeah, I would there's, assume not, there's nothing like there's nothing yeah well you know that, that speaking of and we're going to talk about Nen obviously because it's a big part of the show but that that curve up because um nen yeah it, and I, I always talk about when we talk, when we talk about shonen. I always bring this up because it was my biggest pet peeve of shonen. And this is there mm. is this is a good example of this, even though it's an, and it's an older series too. So it's I think it's perfectly fair to talk about this. Mm-hmm. But it's progression of power level, and we mm. we don't see Karapika for however long, not a long time, but however long, a few months. Yeah, I think it's been yeah, I think they were in Heaven's Arena for like a few months, so And there yeah, and the level like bet- difference between Karapika, Kiwa, and Gone and Leorio yeah. is it's it is insane. 
It's night and day. He's like on a completely different level from them. And it makes absolutely like, no sense. No, I mean, because even if you take away explain it away a little bit, but even outside of like that one chain that he uses like against the Phantom Thieves and why that's so powerful, like even outside of that, his like mastery level of like. Yeah. First of all, like having like a power where you have like five separate powers right. within that power is like Insane. fucking bonkers. Yes. Like no other character has something like that in this entire series. Like Krolo's probably the closest one, but it's not like it's I don't think it's really comparable, really. But even with like, Krolo, his power is just the ability to steal other people's powers and then he just uses their powers. Kurpika literally has his base ability has five different offshoots from the base ability. But, you know, even with, with, with Krolo or even Hasoka, who has a very overpowered ability, um, I can I can wash that away. The properties of both rubber and gum. Yeah, I can I can give them credit because I can go, they're 30 years old or however mm-hmm. old those two characters are. They are not yeah. 17. Yeah, they're not and, like teenagers. And they have been explained to be like masters of killing and whatever. So yeah. I expect them to be good at have a really useful ability at their age. They're very clearly older than everyone else because they're physically taller or whatever. But, yeah. like, we know that Kurapika is a younger person, teenager or whatever, how old he is. Yeah, and he said that whenever at the beginning of the Hunter exam, whatever. Yeah, because he's like, what, they're like 13, he's like 17, and Leora's like 21 or something? I think I think Leora's like 18 or something like so that. So they're all they're, – they're younger than 25 – yeah, but no, then, they're all like, yeah, like late teens, maybe early twenties. They go, yeah, so they like they go away. Kids. We know that Gon and Killua have the most physical ability. Yeah, right. Gon has the most physical. Killua, yeah, Killua's is pretty physical too, I guess. God's but then Karapika goes away and like just comes back, literally a different character. Yeah, he's not even the same. Well, yeah. Well, I was thinking about that when I was looking up. I was trying to look up on the wiki like his powers to like try to fucking understand what his abilities are because it didn't make sense to me. Like, um, but I forgot that like he starts off the show and he's like a martial artist. He has like tonfa things, yeah, or whatever, like wooden sticks or whatever. And then after the hunter exam, never again, never yeah. shows up ever again. So yeah, he's like a completely different like type of combat style from like how he originally showed up in the series. Um, and I get it, like, it's like we talked about earlier, like, Heaven's Arena feels like he's, like, resetting the entire And also, like, with Karapika is, is, a, is a perfect, is my biggest gripe with, with the series. Even mm. though I like the character, it's not about the character, it's what, it's how they, how he went about changing the character, which is that mm. he goes from, and maybe this is just my misunderstanding of the, the world, but mm-hmm. it's like, he go, Karapika goes from having nothing, to a hundred yeah. license to now becoming a clearly a master of fucking then to yeah. be able to run all the operations he wants. You've been doing this a year. Yeah. Two years max, right? There's no way it's been like five years because gone's still a fucking kid. So it's been yeah. a year. I think to it's two. only been like, yeah, like a year or two or something like that. So it's been two years. So speak to say three years credit and you're out yeah. here running operations for fans, famous rich people. And you are yeah. this good. Yeah. What time? Well, it's like, and then you get to the where he's currently at, and he's like the fucking like fucking crime boss. Yeah. For a goddamn family. It it doesn't make any sense progression yeah. wise. It makes no sense power leveling wise. And when I always hear about the show, it's like it's the greatest shonen of all time. It's so deep and layered. It has the most intricate power system. Yeah, sure. Right. Tell me the story. Yeah. Tell me the story. How did he get this good? How did he get this good? Don't make it up on the fly. You you give me flashbacks of bullshit, but we know that Gon has all the natural ability. Yeah. But yet he was str- struggling like a motherfucker. Yeah. You know, struggling uh, real fucking hard. Unless we're gonna say this that every that Gon is fighting these people that are just tiers above Krapika. I mean, but I we know that's, that's not true probably... though because he fights the Phantom Troop. Well, that's true. So even well, if, even with I the guess fucking... the argument to that would be that even though the Phantom Troop was above Kurapika power scaling wise, and they talked about this a little bit, which is like the fact that he tailored his abilities specifically to target them, kind of gave him like a tactical advantage against them at sure. least. 
Like that's – I think that was the big thing. I know that everybody always talks about his fight versus – what was his name? The one guy. Uvo Jin or whatever, whatever, Gorilla Man. Yeah. Um, and that – I think that is like the best showing off of like how to tactically use his powers. And like I guess that's kind of how he does it because he really doesn't do like straight-up fisticuffs with most people. He really like sets traps and like – Yeah. He's more of like a – yeah, like a cunning – So he – so Karapika – let me get this straight, Zach. Um, hmm. The the uh, manga wrote a character that has a yeah. grudge against how many people? Twelve or something, or eight or some shit. I think it's like eight, eight or nine or something. And like that. he gives this guy the ability of a five pronged ability that can handle regular other bad guys, and then also specifically can handle eight people who are at completely different levels of tier than he is. Like they're yep. they would shit on him without a like. Seeing how Krolo fights, if Karapika fought him on one on one, he would destroy him, right? Clearly. Yeah. So he writes in this ability, part as a part of the system, to sacrifice quote unquote more of whatever to do this thing, right? Cool. Yeah. But yet, Gon sacrifices something for a bad guy who we don't know how strong that char- uh, that character is compared to the to Krolo and them, and mm. he sacrificed, and his sacrifice was infinitely more damaging, even yeah. though Karapika's was I die. Yeah. Gons was so much more destructive to himself. Yeah. And they had to go through a whole other rigmarole with other magic that we don't know what the fuck happened to bring him back to life or bring him back to whatever. Yeah, that whole arc of... So even then, the Nen itself is so... The Nen streamlining is so incomprehensible about how it works. Yeah. Because even though it's complicated... This is the thing I say about magic systems and fantasy... Even though it's complicated and with quote unquote rules and it's quote unquote detailed, when you compare that to it's it's still from an infinite reservoir of magical ability. There's no tiring of Nen. There's no like, oh, I have a no, you know, you read a Brandon Sanderson novel and he, he breaks down his magic system. There's rules that are in place that this if this reservoir is empty, magic is gone. You yeah. know, you can't continue to do the magic. Whereas with Nen, it's like, oh, we just I just make up rules and they're there. So like, yeah, Karapika I mean, I dies if he uses the thing against the Phantom Troop, but Gon says I sacrifice all of my Nen for now, but yet his yeah. entire body is destroyed. It makes zero sense. I mean, it's cool, it's very cool, yeah. and it's good storytelling for emotional you no know, whatever. But in yeah. terms of your universe, I don't understand it. Yeah, power system wise, it doesn't make any. I mean, I guess. Maybe it's because Kurapikas is a more focused, like, sacrifice of, like, if I use this specific. And it's also, like, because this was the other thing. This is when I was trying to look up on, on Wiki because I was, like, because I think we talked about it before of, like, okay, but outside of fighting the Phantom Troop, what fucking good are you? Clearly, uh, clearly very good. <laughs> well, apparently it's only that one power that is specifically yeah, against yeah, yeah. the Phantom Troop, the train, yeah. the the binding chain. So yeah. everything else, he still has, like, he's still four ama- other And he's clearly amazing at it. Yeah, and he's clearly like, yeah, like he's fucking teaching all these other people, and like yeah. everybody else is like looking up to him that like he's like the but fucking. Gon, but Gon sacrifices his all his powers for one enemy, not eight, not nine, no, yeah, one. one enemy. And you have to think, if Krolo had to fight uh, Pito, who would win? You would assume Krolo at this point. I would assume that Krolo probably would have won. Yeah. So okay, maybe. If Gon was so good, physically, naturally gifted, and everyone knows, makes that comment, and we know Gon's dad is because Gon's dad is, so if it's like mm-hmm. anything like any other story, you would assume the traits would pass down because we know that Jing, Ging is like not just some goofy fun time guy. He's, he's like one of the best hunters ever to exist. One of the best so. of all time, which which probably also includes the fact that he probably has a massive Nen ability that we don't even know about, you know. Well, it seemed like uh, they kind of talked about it in the last arc when he met up with uh, Rat, whatever the fuck uh, that Zodiac member, yeah, its real name is. Um, that he has like, I don't know if it's his, his ability per se or if he's just that fucking good, but he's able to like, it's kind of like Krolo in a sense, but he doesn't steal their abilities, but he's able to like copy, copy. people's abilities because he bet. copies what Leorio did with yeah. being able to like transfer like the power of a fist like across the distance. Yeah, I wonder if he. I bet it's more like something like he's a, such a detail-oriented architect 
Oh yeah. That he can like look at your movement and how you how you create your power, and he can like I can get the gist of this. Yeah, I can like re- recreate something similar. Yeah. To that. Like I don't even, I don't even think it's like a Kakashi thing. No, I don't think it's a Kakashi. thing. I think it's like yeah. I can like see how the the mechanism of how you're doing it, and I can like no. I can make that my own. I think that's what he's doing. I feel like he's like probably a specialist, and he's like like decent in all types of nan. Oh, sure. He can like he's gonna be so overpowered. He can somehow like you know he's probably gonna be, not, probably not a perfect one for one copy, but he can like probably get pretty close. Well, to, there's like, that one comment in the one of the recent chapters I thought where. They're talking about the the new world or some something. I can't remember what the context was, mm-hmm. um, but they were like, "Oh, only uh, Beyond and in Ging could do this." Yeah. Well, that that tells you if like clearly this motherfucker is gonna be bad as shit. This guy's gonna be a yeah. badass dude, clearly. Yeah. Um, so that that's Nen, and I, I have a lot of issues with Nen. Mm-hmm. Um, now characters. Yeah characters the main characters if you even want to call them that because clearly he has no idea what the fuck he's doing with these I characters mean, it's so the story's strange because you start off and you've got the four yeah you've got Killua, you've got gone you've got kurpika and you've got leorio you end the hunter exam and then Killua got fucking kidnapped kidnapped and then you have like five chapters of like Oh, well, he's he's fine now. I'm just gonna walk out. I'm like, oh, okay. So then you go to Heaven's Arena, and it just becomes the fucking Gone and Killua show for like, Ever. I don't know, like 30 chapters or whatever. And then you go to Nork New, and everybody kind of meets up a little bit. But Leorio is still not doing anything, and I'm getting real fucking mad because I like Leorio, yeah, and he's not real. doing fucking dog shit. He's doing yeah. nothing. Uh, and then Kurpika shows up looking real OP. And then York New ends, and then it becomes the Gone and Killua show for, like, the next, like, 200 chapters. Yeah. And then now we're currently where Killua, like, went off into the sunset with, like, his sister. Mm-hmm. Gone is, like, essentially neutered, and I mm-hmm. feel like he – like, where we are in the story right now, I'm like, did he just, like, write Gone out of this manga and, like, Gone's not going to be a part of this manga anymore? That like, happens. he's not on this boat to the Dark Continent, and that's, like, where everything is happening. Yeah. So, if he's not a part of this arc, which it feels like we're not – like, for me, I don't know. Tell me if you feel differently, but I feel like the way he's, read, he's written the Dark Continent, like, we're not even on the fucking Dark Continent yet. Yeah. I feel like we're not going back to, like, regular world. Yeah. And so Gon's still there in regular world. I feel like Gon's just, like, fucking gone from the series now. Like, now it's just going to be a Kurapika show. Because Leorio's not even there as a character. Yeah. Like, he's on the boat, but he's not present as a no, character. No, not at all. It's literally just Kurapika that we're following right now. Yeah. I, I, um... And the Zodiacs, who kind of fucking suck. I don't like them at all. No, I, we can get to that point, too. But I, I don't think that the, um... I'll, I'll say this first. Character-wise. Yeah. I think all the characters are cool. The main characters. Yeah. If you even call if you can even call Leorio a main character. But I, I enjoy all the characters for who they are as archetypes. Yeah. You know, I, I like Killua being the assassin who doesn't want to be an assassin and wants to have a friendship. I like Gon being the traditional like shonen character, yeah. but at the same time he's like this selfish doesn't care about yeah, people he's actually. Selfish. He's like he's like uber goku's personality like even more selfish than goku yeah and goku's pretty fucking selfish like if goku if goku cares about the about actual like peace about of non-combatants yeah gone clearly is like well it's best for my if if it's best for me and my friends yeah then i don't care about who dies which is what he's done before so that's fine it's kind of an inconsistent wishy-washy character but that's fine um Mm -hmm. Karapika, I, I like his story. It's a classic tragic story. Yeah. Uh, overpowered ability. Right. Leorio, I, I completely forget why he wants to be a doctor. Is it his sister or something? or I think it was... His wife or some either shit? He had a sister or, or, or he had a friend who had a disease and he didn't have money to pay for it. So he wants to be... He wanted to be a hunter so he'd have money and then he was going to take the doctor exam so he could, like, help people. Right, okay. And I assume he probably wants to do it for free because sure. money is, like, his big thing. 
Even though that isn't that's never been brought up again. again. Like the doctor thing's been brought up again, but like him being like obsessed with money has like never come up again. And now he's like a part of the Zodiacs, and it's like, what what are you, what are you even doing with this character? Honestly, when they when he became a Zodiac, they should have put in the manga like they should have had the dialogue be like, oh, also by the way, it's a monthly salary of boom. Yeah, blah 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 blah. And he'd be like, oh. you see his eyes go real fucking yeah. wide. Be like, oh yeah. So like I I like the characters. I like all their designs. They're all cool. Yeah. Okay. Gone being out of the manga. I get that all characters could be main characters and can they able to rotate. I I and I, I and I I guarantee that if the manga was done or released the way it was intended to be released, yeah, this wouldn't feel so stupid. Yeah. But because of so much time gone between stuff, it yeah. feels like Gone's donezo, right? Yeah. But I bet if it was released weekly like it was intended when they when it started, we mm-hmm. would less feel like Gone's just fucking you know. On his island, just hanging out with his aunt, I, I it would feel. Yeah. I bet it would feel different because we would have, we would have more scenes with him, you know. Because I guarantee what's going to happen is this: he's going to be sitting on the island, fucking around, and then find some new way to access a different level of Nen that he had or some shit, you know. Yeah, something like I, I mean, yeah, I'm either I'm assuming that he's either gonna, it's just gonna take a while for his Nen powers to come back. And he just has to like chill out till they come back. Or yeah, he's gonna find some new way to use Nen or like use his spiritual energy or whatever, and be able to use his powers. He's again just gonna have to do like some rockly, like open the gates, yeah, type stuff. Because anyone who can teach him, they're gone. Now, his dad's gone. Biscuits. Yeah, gone. everybody else is on the fucking dark continent. Biscuits on the dark continent. Yeah. Ship. Like yeah, everybody's heading to the dark continent. So he's just like all. On his own. And the other person that was like a mentor to him is fucking dead. So Right. And, and unless they're going to do this thing where – because in my mind, the rest of the series takes place on the Dark Continent. That's what I feel like too. Because like, Especially my, the way that he set it up during the beginning of the Dark Continent arc. Like all of this background of like all this different like fucking wild crazy shit that's like on the Dark Continent. Like shit you've never fucking seen. And I was like, okay, so we're just doing this for the rest of the series now. We're just going to yeah. explore the continent – and we're going to have a bunch of different dumb bullshit that comes out of this dark continent. And don't even give me – if we talked about like he felt like he just changed the series. It felt before, like he just changed it again. He changed yeah. it again and I'm, I'm, I was kind of like, all right, bro. Like we, don't, we haven't even got any cool missions yet of hunter like hunter missions we haven't even seen no we, I mean, well yeah they haven't done a single hunter mission we saw the one with Kropika with the bodyguard thing but like kind of we yeah. didn't even get to see the other people do any cool shit and now we're already going to like dinosaur land like yeah we can't we're going like, to like yeah like caveman prehistoric like, land or whatever it doesn't it doesn't it's not also a place where like apparently chimera ants are like fucking like out the wazoo and i was like we just like set off a nuclear bomb to kill chimera ants are we yeah. really going to Invite that back into our lives again. Yeah, and we can't even like. I mean, we and we know what it took Gone to survive. So how do we expect any of these people to survive? And if Kropika yeah. gets there and he's like he's easy money, I'm throwing the manga away. Yeah. Because there's no way this motherfucker starts at zero like we everyone else did, and yeah. you know we know he he didn't know anything about Nen before, and yet. Uh, it just there's so so many inconsistencies, and I want to say this too before we get as we keep going. But like, I I like what I'm reading. Yeah, I think it's fun. But from a critical perspective, there are so many inconsistencies in the story that make me unsure of like, okay, do we really know where we're going on this ship, literally and figuratively? Yeah, we real do we know think- where we're going or what? I don't know. I mean, I agree. I think once they actually step foot on the dark continent, that'll be the real judge of like, okay, is this actually like, is there some sort of fucking plan or is he literally just like flying by the seat of his fucking pants? I would hope by now you'd have some fucking plan because you started like this dark continent shit like fucking like four years ago. So even if you're not like writing and drawing it, I would have hoped that you were at least like thinking shit up of like what you wanted to do. Not to mention that, you know, with the current arc, yeah. it's so, to me, I know a lot of people I see online say it's so brilliant and it's so amazing and uh, it's one of the best arcs in the series and it's so awesome. Look, I, don't I, think I, I get it. 
I think that it's a well-written overall. I think it's boring as fuck. I, it's, I get where people are coming from because I think, especially online, people have a real affinity for like non-battle battle manga, True. which is essentially what this arc is. Yeah. Like there's not actual confrontation. It's all mind game shit. Um, but I think for me, when you go off of the last big arc was fucking Chimera Ant arc. And that shit is like fucking packed to the gills with like fucking shonen action goodness. And then your next arc after that is like mind game stuff. It feels a little like, it feels like we switched gears a little too fast. Yeah. To go from like typical shonen, like ungabunga power smashing each other in the face to like 5d chess moves. I don't know. It's weird. I mean, I, I agree. I like what I'm reading. Like, I think it's interesting. And like the power dynamic, uh, that's going on in the ship specifically. I really don't care about the succession battle, but the power dynamic between like different hunters and stuff like that. Um, well, I think is that's interesting. the big thing that kills me about this arc is that, you know, it's everyone and everyone's new. Yeah. And it's hard and everyone's boring looking and, and stupid looking. Yeah. I mean, the only one is the only people we really know are we know, we know Biscuit, we know Hanzo and we know Kurapika and Biscuit and Hanzo are like barely in this shit. There was like one little bit. And then you saw Hanzo do some like interesting power where he was able to like astral project himself. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Yo, and then that happened, and he's fucking gone again. And I was but like, all the princes and all the pe- all the guards. Oh, you know, it's all new faces. All that stuff. It's all new people, and it's hard for me to give a shit when it's a, a world that I've never even heard before until you brought it up, made it up. Yeah. And a, a battle for people I don't give a shit about. Well, pe- well, with like, people. Also, the entire impetus for this arc to even start is based on like an ass pull out of a character where you're yeah. like, oh yeah, the chairman secretly had like a fucking son. Yeah. And he's OP as fuck. And I'm like, okay, why did nobody fucking know about this guy then? Right. Right. Exactly. Like, clearly, look look at this fucking character. He's old as fuck. Clearly, he's been around for a while. How did nobody know yeah. that he was, like, fucking the chairman's kid? And also, like, it's characters we, that are all brand new. We don't give a shit about. They're all stupid looking. Um, and it's all mind game talking stuff. It's all still frames. Uh, with, with the... The country. I mean, the most, the most interesting part of this arc for me is the Phantom Troop stuff. I'm enjoying yeah, that. that that's because we we've built time to, and we know all of these characters at this. Yeah, point. we. But also because he wrote them like fucking characters. Like he didn't. Yeah. All these prince people. He's introducing so many fucking people that yeah. like, I don't care about any of them. Whereas no. with the Phantom Troop, and we he, know most of them are gonna fucking die anyways. Right. So. And with the Phantom Troop, when we when we had that arc a while back. He wrote them. Like, he gave t- – he spent time to introduce these characters. Yeah. To our main characters. And he's doing it again. Like, I mean, where we're at right now, it's, like, all backstory for the Phantom Troop of, like, how they even, like, came to be as a group. Yeah. So. Absolutely. And it, it it just feels like at this point, while I'm enjoying myself, it just feels like there's, like, no cohesion to the series as a whole. And that could be because from so much starting its topic. Whereas with, with Berserk, another series that, you know, was so stoppy-starty – like yeah. even now with the newer stuff that's coming out, it still feels cohesive. Yeah. Like the series to me makes sense as a whole from the original chapters. There's a clearly a start and an end point in the journey to get there is like it's very like Yeah. Not rational. once do I look at, at guts and go, This is not the same man that I met years ago. Yeah. He's a different man, but I can but he's the same. He's growing. Yeah. Whereas with he's developing as a character, but it's not like I think I think that's the hardest part with these series is that you don't spend time with, and I think that's probably the biggest problem. And I think maybe we both have with Karpika is that especially now that he's the main focus, it feels weird to have like basically put him in like the main protagonist role when like for like 200 chapters he was like non-existent. Yeah. So he has this whole journey that he went on that we're, like, not privy to. And it feels like, I don't know, it just feels like you're missing something there. Because, yeah, he definitely feels like a different character. And that and I think that's part of it, is that you didn't 
you're not there to see the the, the actual like character development yeah. and growth of like whatever situations he's put himself in. So all of a sudden he just shows up and you have like, you know, three story arcs that he did in the background that he like did whatever in, but well, you know, you're not well, aware of any of that. Well, he just shows up with that growth. Yeah, what you're talking about, and, and I agree, is that by the time we get to the point now where he is this yeah. Michael Corleone, mm-hmm. then master tactician, his his rise to power or rise to ability doesn't feel earned because no. we don't know what he did to have to earn that. Yeah. So it just feels like we see Gon and Killua have to push through their own struggles and sacrifices. And then we see yeah. Karapika and he's like, all right, I'm the best. Oh, and that's what makes little sense too, because we know that he can do training arcs because he did it twice with yeah. Gon and Killua. Yeah. So it doesn't make any sense that he won't do the same thing for Karapika. Like he's just there. And I, I guess it'd be, I mean, I don't know if it'd be harder necessarily, I guess, cause he's not as physical. You can't do like, you know, what Gon and Killua were doing, which was like, you know, fucking digging through mountains and all this other like dumb physical bullshit. That's not really like Kirpika's thing, I guess. But there's going to be some way that you could do some sort of growth arc for him. Sure. I don't know. Absolutely. It just, but it also just feels like there's a unsureness of what the fuck to do with the story. Yeah. And it honestly feels like to me, like, we're going from a show that, or a manga that focuses on four characters, and now mm-hmm. the manga focus is not about characters; it's about everyone in this world. Yeah, and like that's cool to some people. I don't necessarily enjoy that. I don't care about Hunter Hunter the world, and like I like the Phantom Troop because they're more they're more interesting than Karapika. Yeah. So like, if you're gonna focus on them, just fucking make them care. Like, focus on them. Like, don't give yeah. don't bounce me around. Like you're bouncing me around everybody. Yeah, it's it's very like it's not well I think done. This is, yeah, I think the secession arc, the secession competition or whatever in and of itself is like probably the biggest problem with this current arc. Because yeah, you got you come into this arc in the beginning, and you've got fucking like twelve or fifteen princes or whatever that you have to try to figure out like what their whole deal is, and then you have like five to ten like bodyguards, hunters that are like yeah. attached to each of the each of the princes. So that's like, I mean, that in and of itself is like, even if like most of the like bodyguards or whatever, like background, it's still like over like 25, 30 characters. And not even to talk about the fucking stupidest thing I've ever read. And it's so, Mm. so stupid. And no amount of, there's no amount of bullshit fanboying can tell me this is not stupid. Mm. Okay. We're on the ship. Mm. Nobody here knows Nen. Like me. Yeah. So I could just take over this whole fucking thing right now. Like I'm cropping. I can just kill everybody. Or whoever is on his level, right? And clearly mm-hmm. we've shown there's not many people on his fucking level on this boat. We know that. Yeah. Like, not including the Phantom Troop, not including Ahsoka. Like, in terms of, like, just, like, the bodyguards, clearly yeah. only a couple of them have can, can see Nen. Only, he's teaching them how to use goddamn really, Nen. outside of... The hunters, and then you've got the military people, which for some reason, and that's the other thing too. Like the military people are not hunters, but then you've got this entire military for this country that like all of them know Nen, and they all have their own Nen powers. Yeah, and who knows how good they are, right? Who knows? Yeah. Maybe, maybe they're probably whatever, because clearly Karapika is teaching people, so whatever. Yeah. So whatever, fine. What is the big ass? The only thing stopping the story from progressing? Oh well, the, there's Nen beasts. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. There's Nen beasts that aren't controlled. Their power systems are not clearly defined as of right now. A lot of them are not clearly defined as to what even their fucking power system is. And then you're also introducing this fucking fourth prince who's like the biggest piece of shit ever, but he's like gone 2.0. Yeah. Like he's like, oh, he's like learning Nen and he's like learning it like that. And I'm like, I just had this with the protagonist. Why are you doing this? with ag- This is not an antagonist growth arc. Of like having you be like ungabunga. I'm cool with with that, right? Because you can make him scary. I'm not cool with the Nen Beast thing just being like a way to like slow everything down. Yeah. Like we've never heard of it before ever once, and all of a sudden here it is. Yeah. Everyone has one. 
the Nen Beast. Because the Twelfth Prince, the one that Kurpik is guarding, is supposed to have a Nen Beast. We have not seen a Nen Beast from this kid the entire fucking time. So, like, what the fuck? Because this baby is also part of the succession battle. Isn't that the dolphin thing? No, that's Kurpika's ability. That's his little ring thing? That's his ability because his ability is he can steal other people's abilities. It gets loaded into the dolphin. Yeah. And then he can loan the dolphin out Someone either else. to himself or to other people. Right. And they could use that ability one time. See, that's what I thought I was too. But I also, I feel like he did like the biggest fuck you with Kurpika with this. With like – they're talking about like his scarlet eyes or whatever. And maybe mm-hmm. this is like – just when he's using Nen, but they talk about the fact that, like, whenever he's using his Scarlet Eyes and is using Nen powers, it, like, takes time off, off of his, his life. life. Yeah. And I was like, you didn't fucking say that shit before. Yeah. So, well, like, now this well, is, like, another... Because... It feels like just, like, he just was like, I have to give him some sort of limitation, so I'm gonna have his power, like, fucking kill him. Well, it's because he was sitting there going, oh, wait, um, like I said before, he's like, oh, shit, um, Gon was dead. Okay. Gon yeah. was dead, and he did way less. So maybe I should probably give more stipulations to maybe. to him because Gon was literally a skeleton of a man. Yeah, I guess. Um, I guess maybe. Yeah, maybe it's only that he's using, or maybe it's just the dolphin power. Maybe because I think that was the problem is that he had the scarlet eyes activated, which I think allows him to use the dolphin power. And then it took it. He couldn't just. I don't know why, but he couldn't just get rid of the dolphin power. Listen, uh, 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 the characters. Okay, look, man. His power system is too convoluted. It, it is. Fun. It is fucking stupid. It's it's hey, too complicated. I'm, hey, I'm a like Krolos is complicated, but like for some reason Kurpikas is like even more complicated than me. I think it's because first of all, he has like five different abilities that you have to keep track of. And then he also has different stipulations for different di- abilities. Like he's got the chain that can only be used against phantom bees or it fucking kills him. But then he's got other powers that he can just like use just to use. Yeah. I don't know. But also like his character is messy. It's a messy. It's, it's like he goes, all right, guys, I can, I'm naturally this yeah. red eyes. Now I can do all of them. Which also, what, yeah, what, cha- like the, what the in your, what in your yeah. body changed when your eyes went red? What happened? Yeah. What happened? Well, according to himself, it's just that he was in a heightened emotional state. Fucking that's what stupid. The fucking manga said. Stupid. No, that's why, because that was what they said during the uh, the hunter exam yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. Because they were like, oh, well, our eyes turned red. We're in a heightened emotional state. Yeah. Um, but I don't know how in a heightened emotional state allows you to fucking use every type of nen that ever existed. That's that right. makes no makes sense. Makes no sense. Again, when everyone fucking wants to, you know. Give this guy the fucking farm as the best yeah. show of all time. Like, is it really though? I I really yeah. like what I'm reading. It's really fun in a lot of yeah. parts, and I'm really enjoying it. But if you take more than five seconds to think about it, like, yeah, if it comes back to just well, that's just what it is. And sometimes it has to do that, and I can I can mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. But to go from where Gon had sacrifices to get what he wanted, which was not even to fight the big bad guy. Yeah. And he killed it. Fucking destroyed. Loved yeah. it. Loved it. To a character who is so un- undeserving of what, what from what we've seen and unearned the yeah. ability that they, that he has. And his sacrifice was just for one group of a group of people, which is crazy. Yeah. Which is crazy. Cause like, there's a okay. This is gonna make no sense, but Karapika's ability as a power set is so overpowered. There yeah. is a old pilot that Ben Stiller made in 1999. Mm-hmm. It was called it's called Heatwave and Jack. Have you seen okay. Heatwave and Jack? It's about a talking motorcycle who in in a, a renegade NASA astronaut named Jack. And the talking motorcycle is Owen Wilson, and the renegade astronaut is Jack Black. Are you fucking pulling my leg? What the fuck is happening? No, right? it's a pilot that didn't get picked up. It's on YouTube. You can watch it. It's great. But it's a show. As it was supposed to be a show, kind of like the Six Billion Dollar Man. Six Billion Dollar Man, where okay. Jack Black goes to space as an astronaut, gets too close to the sun, his brain gets altered. Mm-hmm. He comes back to Earth. NASA wants to like 
take his brain out, right? So he calls yep. his best friend, who is Owen Wilson, to come pick him up on his motorcycle. He picks him up. NASA goes, no, hey, you know what? No way. They blast him with this experimental ray, which fuses mm. him to his bike. So now he's a talking bike. But Jack Black, or Jack Austin, his name is Jack Austin. His power okay. is when when the when the the rays of the sun hits him, he becomes the smartest man alive. Okay. And he can figure through anything out. And the sun hits him, he goes, "I know everything," and then he just, you know, knows everything. That level of stupidity is Karapika's powers. Yeah. It's like anything he wants to do, I can find any way. Because if you can, it's like create your own fucking rules yeah it doesn't make any fucking s- eight people yeah eight different badasses that we know are strong as shit yeah and yet he can't he can't like then then be so powerful again that they're like stronger than almost anybody else it just it doesn't make any sense man and like that's such a big part of the series because everything else is cool i like yeah. i like the world building i like the concepts i like the other some of the characters I like Ging a lot. I like I like so much of yeah. the of the series that's so interesting, but the fact that we're having to deal with Karapika for so long, it's yeah. so boring because it's a character that we don't know care about. The yeah. concept is cool. It's a cool concept of Game of Thrones, whatever. I like the concept, but yeah. there's no I have no stakes involved because I don't give a shit about this country. Yeah, I mean I think that's the biggest problem is that like. If you're going to do something like this, it has to be – you have to establish this country a little bit better. Like you he kind of just like starts the Dark Continent and he's like, oh, this is a country you've never heard of and now they're fucking starting the Dark Continent. And yeah, now they're doing – You couldn't even made it like – instead of it being the baby prince and you're supposed to feel bad for the baby because it's a baby, which I don't give a shit right. about. Kill the baby. I don't care. I mean I don't, I don't care about the character. I don't give a shit. If it, if it could have been like a character that they've met. At some point in the series prior, and we had no idea they were a prince. Yeah. Oh, I'm just a guy trying to pass the hunter exam, and then now mm-hmm. we know why they were trying to pass the hunter exam because they're trying to get strong enough to survive. The... Yeah, that would make more sense and be more interesting. And for sure. even if it was just crap, because now we have more invested because we know this character from some point in time, but not having any sort of reference, and then we just see a character. So we have no reference at all for yeah. <clears throat> any of these princes or characters, bodyguards, and mm-hmm. then. We have no earned power level from Karapika. Lioro yeah. is just off in the fucking med bay doing what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. And then Karapika is teaching Nen to other people. We've already had the Nen lesson. Yeah, and that's the other part that I don't get. Because, yeah, it's rehashing stuff that we already know. Um. I mean, we had the whole arc. We've had two full arcs of, like, Nen learning and, like, Nen training. Like, yeah. We know how Nen works right now, so yeah, it makes no it's boring. sense like we're like rehashing this over again. And like you've got like the assassin thing going on where like everybody's just trying to kill each other, but like also a lot of people are like not making moves, so it's a lot of people just standing around and like thinking in their head about how they want to kill this person, and that's really boring. It's so boring. Like at least if you're like taking some sort of like strategy to like do something. But a lot of people are just like, oh, we're just going to learn Nen. We're just going to be here, stand around, learn Nen, and then I'll eventually kill Karpika. Um, yeah. I mean, at least some princes are dying. So I'm like, oh, well, at least something's fucking happening a little bit. But, I mean, I think they've been – I think time-wise in the story, I feel like they've been on the boat for like a week and a half maybe. Right. Something like that. And like three princes are dead. Yeah. There was that one – that died like the first fucking night. And then, uh, there was the twin sisters who tried to escape. And then apparently when they tried to escape, demon hands came out and like killed the girl or some shit. And then the other girls, Nen beast transformed into the twin. It was like, I'll just be the twin now. Like that was her Nen beast. I was like, okay. And then there was the fat fuck who got killed because uh, he was, like, smoking a bunch of ganja and shit. Yeah. It, it's a mess, man. Yeah, I don't know. I think I, There's I probably think another one that died that I just lost track of. I don't know. And knowing that our fun, like, adventure character is nowhere to be seen. Because when the island hits, I, I expect some fucking fights, man. 
Yeah. If, I'm expecting something. If Gon's not there, I want to see chain fights. I don't give a fuck. I mean, my hope would be that you would have Ging fill that spot that Gon had if yeah, Gon's not there. Yeah, I, I hope so too, yeah. Um, Especially since you've established that, like, he's there to, like, basically watch, you know, the rap people and, like, Beyond and all this other stuff. Like, you've established that he's there to, like, basically keep them in check, but he's also, like, one of the greatest hunters to ever exist, so. Right. He better be pulling out some, like, fucking dumb bullshit Absolutely. against all the Dark Continent creatures. Absolutely, man. I completely agree. Yeah. Well, dude, is there anything else you want to mention, man, Hunter Hunter, man? Because it's, it's, it's a whole – this is the whole series we're talking about. So this is – It is. I mean, we didn't even talk about, like, two of the arcs, really. I mean, we didn't even talk about, like, Greed Island, which is, like, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, but it's really just a training arc for them to, like, master Nen better. Yeah. It's like an entire arc where it's just like, oh, well, you just need to get better at Nen. So we're just going to have an entire arc where you just get better at Nen. Exactly. Uh, and then Chimera Ants is, like – I like Chimera Ant a lot, but it did feel like – that was another one where it switched from like Gon and Killua to like, and then all of a sudden you had these like secondary Other people give shit hunters, about. and really it ended up being more like it was more from this perspective even of like the ants than it was from like the hunters. Yeah, which I didn't care. It was about. like a weird part about it too. I mean, I like the king. Um, yeah, but all the other ants I didn't give a fuck about. Yeah, uh, I completely agree. But I like the king a lot. Like the king was an interesting character. Um, but yeah, then you had like fucking gay butterfly man that was like obsessed with the king, and I was like, I don't give a fuck about you. And then you had like rage man, rage beast, and I was like, okay, that's an interesting power, but like, you're fucking dead. Yeah. Uh, and then he got turned into like a fucking fairy, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Um. And then you had P two who got fucking demolished by Gone. Yeah. I mean, to me, the only the only part about that arc that really was interesting to me. I, I'm, and I really mean this. People say that that arc is so great. I, no. I I feel, I feel like, and this is maybe, maybe maybe me being elitist, but I feel like the 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 whole idea of like the monster becomes the man and the man yeah. becomes the monster. Like if you think that that arc is so fantastic, you just don't read. I was about to say it's you not just like, don't read. I read that and I was like, I've not. It's not like I haven't read this. Story you just don't before. watch movies. Like you don't watch yeah. other content. Like even in manga alone, like. That's that's berserk right there. That's the man becomes yeah. monster, monster. That, that that's that's not. It's a, literally guts his whole. It's journey. not so amazing that blow your mind. This is the greatest arc of all time. I mean, like, what's well, like? I don't get isn't it. That's some similar to like um. I mean, I haven't caught up to this part yet, but I feel like it's a similar thing. Isn't there like a bleach thing that's similar to that? There was like an antagonist group in like the Soul Society or like the Anti Social Society or something like that, and then they like. Are now like buddy buddy with the Soul Reapers or whatever. Well, there's the, the Vizar people who are Soul who are Soul Reapers who like get this weird hollow ability. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then there's like the so other that's like Grimjow and whatever, right? Oh, that's not Vizar. That's that's not a group of people. But yeah, that, that's like oh. the Iran car or whatever I think they're called. Okay. But yeah, it's like it's stuff like that. But like it's not even like I read I finished the Chimera Ant art. I was like, okay, this was fun. This was really cool. But like. Yeah. It wasn't like I was out there blowing my – it was blowing my mind. No, it definitely wasn't blowing my mind. Um, I mean it was good and it's a good arc and like it's told well. But yeah, it's like it's not something that I've never seen before. So yeah. it's not like – I mean I guess I probably haven't seen like something like to that extent in manga maybe. But there's definitely been other examples in other media. I bet if I sat down and thought long enough I could, I could find another manga that did it. You probably I mean, could. Berserk is a perfect example. Yeah. And if people go, well, that's a singing in this is a shonen. It's manga, dude. It's storytelling. Yeah. It's not even the, they didn't even do that story that well either. I mean, and that you, tells me if, they, if somebody answers like that, then that tells me that you only read shonen and you need to expand your palette a little bit. Yeah. Well, I also think that that means that like the biggest factors to me of Chimera Ant, because clearly. With the king dying, it's irrelevant. The story died. I don't care about the character at all. Yeah, no, the story's dead. I, I didn't give a shit about the character. I thought the character. I mean, was there are still like chimera ants around. They kind sure. of like say that they're like still somewhere, but they're basically non-existent. But, like, they're whole, like gone. They got like fucking. That out whole storyline I thought was dumb because they're bad guys and they be, they stole people and they became shitty and they were still shitty and I don't have any sort of sympathy for them. They fucking suck. I don't care. Right. Yeah. The biggest part of that storyline was gone doing his his nen thing, which obviously yeah. whatever, fine. No, makes no sense. 
and then Kite dying. Yeah. And then being rebirthed, which still makes no fucking sense. There's no there's no depth into it then. Yeah. There's no sacrifice. There's no there's nothing for gone to be sad about. I still don't get that part either. Because it's like because it's not actually Kite. Like it doesn't have the same personality. They just say that they're like the little girl is just like I'm Kite. No, I'm he's like, Kite. Okay. He's literally Kite. Remember the scene in the shitty drawing when Gon goes to visit him. And I can't remember. Kite's like it's it's, it's still super shitty drawing. And is Kite, it with the koala? I can't remember that part. But I think not, the koala. I think there was like it was like a Chimera chapter. With, like, the koala that showed up for, like, one other scene previously. But it's after that. It's after that, and Gon talks to his dad already, mm-hmm. and Kite, he goes to see Kite at the cabin, and, so, yeah. and Kite's like, sit down. Like, talk, I'm talking to him like Kite does. Because mm-hmm. Ging says, like, Kite has that one, that one roulette thing where he, he doesn't want to die, he doesn't mm-hmm. die. Mm-hmm. Which tells you that, like, okay, he might have died physically, but when he moves into his next life, he returns... Whatever. And the way that he talked to him was not like, oh, hey, who are you? It was like, no, listen, Gon. Like, yeah. So, like, even then, it remove it, it, it sets Gon at peace. So, even then, it removes the the sacrifice of his own fucking Yeah, because at that point, it's like, well, what did I even, like, sacrifice all my men for? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make any fucking story. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Um, Zach, is there, yeah. is there anything else you want to say about Hunter Hunter for now? No, that's all. I'm all good. I just I'm intrigued by this Phantom Troop flashback, and I'm interested to see what happens. I feel like you're gonna get some rapey vibes. It seems like the yeah. well, this whole Meteor City in and of itself is like a fucked up place. What was it? The last, end of the last chapter, they're basically like human traffickers that like steal people from Meteor City or whatever. Right. I think that they talked about a little bit that, like, I guess this is the flashback of when they came up with the rule of, like, you can drop off whatever here but never take anything away from us. Right. Where they had that reputation of, like, you fuck, you steal our shit and we'll fucking massacre your entire family. Yeah. So, I'm excited, too, man. It's, it, those, yeah. These are the most interesting characters in the yeah. entire no, manga. <laughs> Especially right now, yeah. I agree that I'm I'm – more interested in them than I am in anything else. And the moment it ends and goes back to this Prince thing, I'm going to... goes back to Kurapika. It's so yeah. boring. So, so boring. So, all right, no. guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Flame us in the comments. Cause Flame. Everyone fucking loves this monk. And Everybody's going to be fucking talking about how we didn't even talk about Chimera. And then when we did, we fucking shitted on it real hard. And so. no one, like, you didn't read, read it again. Read uh, it again. I, I'm good. It's I'm 300 good. chapters. I I'm won't good. read it again, it's, it's I appreciate right. the sentiment. We appreciate the comments.